0: Coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives, and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. One of the things that I find so fascinating about our journeys, or, or just how we kind of uh, continue to grow as individuals, and and the way I see together, you know, just as a communal unit, you know I've been able to see you grow and like the projects that you're working on and the trauma that you've been through. Like I was able to, you know, via social media experience it with you. And I know that I'd send you a couple of texts and like we've kept in contact. Um, but I I want everyone to know how impactful you personally. Um, and your mom's story who hopefully we'll get to uh but how impactful you've been in my life and just as somebody that inspires me and somebody that I look up to um so Michelle thanks for joining us thank you so
1: much that's (laughs) so sweet because I actually I feel like it's the other way around that you you inspire me and I'm so proud of you and uh I've been able to follow you and god I mean I couldn't be more proud of, of what you've built just by being authentic to yourself I mean that. That's it. We <sighs> you, you did it in the most simple, beautiful way. And, and uh, I remember Rosie. <laughs> was it, how long was it?
0: I don't know, but I think we met in New York for oh. the first time. But I don't know, it's been, I don't know, like maybe five or six years okay. ago. Okay, yeah. Maybe seven years ago.
1: Yeah, seven years ago. So it's, it's okay, oh, you, yeah. you were you were an assistant, yeah, right? Yeah, I was an assistant, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and she was just burnt out. <laughs> And I saw her, and and she was just hunched over a computer, and she was burnt down. She's this beautiful girl. We started talking, and oh my god! It, anyway, I'm talking about you. I knew you were to talk about me, but 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 we we just had this connection, and and um, it's it's been really cool. Even though we've sort of gone different ways, we've been able to stay in touch, and um, I'm just really proud. of you. Oh,
0: thank you, Michelle. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle got to meet me in the sort of apex of my, uh, life when I had my other career mm-hmm. and it was a, it was a really an intense time, you know, and, and I would say definitely a catalyst to everything that I've done to radically loved, to my, um, certification as a yoga teacher, to my, uh, certification as a coach. I mean, everything really that, that really was sort of the catalyst to propel me to find my, path or find my why or to find really what what I wanted to do and and the things that I want to bring to the world, Mm. you know? So we'll get more into that as we progress. But Michelle is somebody that's, as I said, definitely has inspired me in, in my path and my journey. And I want you to tell the audience a little bit of your background, what you do, uh, and what projects you've been working on lately. So
1: Okay. Yeah, so <clears throat> go. This is, a, this is an interesting situation because I'm usually the one asking questions. <laughs> <It's>, until, <laughs> we switch the rules. Awesome. I know. So it's, it's always uncomfortable for me to talk about myself, but <laughs> um, this is great. Uh, so, I, yes, I'm a journalist, uh, a producer at CBS News, um, and right now I'm working uh, at 48 Hours. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of, you know, primetime specials and uh, a lot of, you know, crime and justice stories, and um, <clears throat> that's that's what I've been doing for the last three years. Before that, I was I was at the Today Show in New York, uh, sort of being groomed into being a producer, and that was a crazy experience. <laughs> No clue what I was doing.
0: <laughs> well, you were so young, too.
1: I was—I—I I didn't even graduate
0: college. What? I did an
1: internship at the Today Show, and when it ended, I went in to say goodbye, thanks, and they were like, no, sit down. Do you want to work here? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so <clears throat> I never finished. I never went back to college. It kills my parents, but I just, I stayed, and I worked my way up there, and um, yeah, just kind of fell in love with... Telling stories, and I, I'm so fascinated by people and, and learning what makes them tick. And uh, so, anyway, it's become, uh, it's sort of become my career. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So, you, you transitioned now to this, to this job, but you were living in New York. Yep.
1: I was in New York, uh, which was an incredible experience to start off, and, um, you know, got the best training possible from the Today Show. And everyone there. And then uh, after about five years, I-, I missed home. I wanted to be back in California. You know, I needed yeah. a break. My soul needed a break. I was tired. <laughs> so I moved back. I love how you're just like kind of
0: skating through and just like it was just a lot, you know. It's so highly stressful.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, highly stressful. So stressful once that I, I ended up in the hospital for like uh, a week and a half with pneumonia just from working myself to, you know. I didn't know. When you're young, you don't know yeah, yeah. your limits. And it I just did. thought I was super and I was trying to prove myself. And I got myself so sick that I ended up spending Christmas in the hospital. Um, yeah, and they even, they the, the weirdest thing about it was they said, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, why I wasn't improving and they they diagnosed me with hodgkin's lymphoma cancer oh. they found they found lymph nodes in my chest i didn't end up it ended up disappearing or i never had it or it was a bad diagnosis but what? it was pretty crazy that's
0: kind of a major diagnosis yeah, yeah. diagnosis to fuck up yeah
1: so that's when i was like oh, wow i i got to learn this balance thing you know i was yeah. in, my, in my early 20s so anyway that was that was a, you know a pivotal point in my life when I realized you gotta tap into your, you gotta calm down, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you need to start stop having pro- I mean, like proving yourself, and yeah. and uh, I didn't get that until I think uh, maybe my beginning of my thirties, or and I'm still getting that, where feeling that you're enough and like you're not defined by. What story you bring in, what booking you make, you know, it's, you have to be defined by who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And that's so hard to do and to remember.
0: Yeah. How did you get to that point? Like, what happened?
1: A lot of yoga. I have to say. Yeah. I'm not just saying this to please you. (laughs) a great segue.
0: (laughs) No, please tell us.
1: Yoga was like, you know, I fell in love with yoga. And it was where I would go to just recharge after every stressful day. And I felt like in the most bliss I've ever felt in my life. I can't even, it's magical. I don't understand it. And I have Googled like, how, why does yoga make you feel this way? And I was trying to figure out the scientific reasoning be, behind each pose and how it makes you feel so blissful. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's just this magic for me that I feel just inside my, myself, my, I feel happy, I feel complete, I feel relaxed, I feel cleansed, and so, I don't know, I guess I learned lessons through each class about myself, mm-hmm. um, and I've been doing it for a while now, and uh, it's, Jesus, I mean, it's the best thing in my life, I have to say, I couldn't yeah. live without it.
0: Yeah, I mean, so it's definitely helpful for you to maintain the balance in your life, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, and sort of just put me back into perspective of, you know, of, of what matters and what's important in life yeah. and that the stress that I'm dealing with right now and all the emails and all the, you know, yeah. intensity is, it's, it's, it's not everything. Yeah, know? it's true.
0: Well, and as a journalist, you're such a gifted storyteller and you're mm-hmm. constantly interacting with people, right? So you're constantly yeah. learning. So I'm always, I'm always fascinated by the stories that you're working mm-hmm. on because you're always posting them so I get to see what you're working mm-hmm. on, you know, so I get to see what's on 48 hours. I feel Aww. like I'm like, "Oh, I know what's coming out." because <laughs>
1: inside project. scoop. Yeah, inside <laughs>
0: scoop. So, so I and I find it very fascinating, but for your own personal sort of self-development, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's so impactful to be able to like talk to people and Get to know their stories and and just oh. be out in the field.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the that's why I, I do what I do is just being able to to really connect with people and to learn about their struggle or you know whatever you know is going on in their life. For example, uh, we had this when we had the Brussels terrorist attack um, in March of this year, actually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was horrific, and, uh, you know, over 300 people were injured, over 30 just died at that airport in the metro system, I mean, and so we came across this story of this incredible survivor who was a basketball player and a father, and he was, he got hit by that second bomb that went off, and he couldn't move, I mean, his leg was almost completely ripped off of his body, and he's just bleeding to death i mean and it's chaos and there's no one there that's gonna you know people are trying to pick him up and help him but they're scared of another box so they leave him and it's just you know basically this horrific story of survival um that we got to follow and follow him through his recovery to learn how to walk again and those are the stories that just you're never the same yeah and i think that's so cool um you know you 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 become you 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 mold into a different person and it shapes you who you are. And, uh, you know, it's like a piece of my heart is, is that story and is of that family.
0: Uh, yeah. So do you, you get to, you got to spend some time with him and his family. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, we decided to do, I, we felt it was such a powerful story and, and he was such an inspiring person that we dedicated, um, s- six months, eight months, I forgot, eight months to follow him, which is a big a big thing to do, to put a lot of time um, into that. So we spent eight, eight months, we were in, he couldn't, he was stuck in Brussels hospital for a little over three months because of the complications of the injury and all the surgeries he had to have done. So I was there hanging out with him, you know, and following and documenting. And then um, once he went home, I, we were able to follow into Michigan. His home in Michigan, so uh yeah, yeah, it was a great, great eight months. Yeah,
0: you can relate to going through physical traumatic mm-hmm. stress, right? So tell tell us what happened to you.
1: Yeah, um well yeah, it actually starts earlier on. I don't think I've ever told you, but when I was twelve, um I was waiting at the crosswalk with my friend across the street and uh I don't think I told you, the lady Um, a driver, we don't know if she was drunk or on medication or what, but she ran up on the sidewalk and hit me. And I was on her windshield. I was 12, so I was really like 80 pounds, you know. And she just drove off with me on the windshield. And so I I had two really big blows to my head. One was being hit, the impact, and then the second was falling off the car in the middle of the street. So um, that left me uh, with a traumatic brain injury. Yeah. So I went, <laughs> I know I didn't, t- I don't Man. think I told you this. No, this
0: is oh. the insight. This is really the insight scoop. This is wow. the exclusive.
1: No yeah. one's ever heard this story. Oh no, you. I'm excited. Please continue. So, um, that was extremely painful. I'm not sure if you know about people who have traumatic brain injuries, but you, at least in my case, each one's unique. And in my case, I lost everything, uh, in terms of memory. I couldn't, I could remember who you were, but I couldn't remember what 2 plus 5 equaled. I couldn't remember where I lived. I couldn't remember how to get home from school. I couldn't remember everything. I I didn't know how to read anymore. Oh,
0: no. Could you remember your parents? I knew my
1: parents. Okay. And and it was weird because I didn't, this took, it was an evolution of figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't realize, oh, it's like, oh, she's hurt. She went to the doctor. She went home. She rested for months. And then I went back to school, and it was like, wait, I can't, I don't know what this math is, I can't do, I can't read, I can't, and and then I would go, I lived like two minutes from from home, and I was like lost trying to get home, and it was dark out, and everyone was looking for me, and I got myself lost, it's so embarrassing, I'm still (laughs) embarrassed, but, how, you didn't remember, why are you going to be embarrassed uh, over something that you couldn't remember, I was ashamed, at 12 you're ashamed, you're ashamed because you feel stupid, Mm you're stupid all of a sudden. It's like you wake up in another person's body. And I was a smart kid, and now I'm stupid, you know? And that's how I, I took it. So that was, a, I think, what made me fight to get into the career that I am, and not the career that I'm in, but to get to a level that I felt proud of. Yeah. To be able to graduate college, to be able to be in a field that's respected and that's intelligent, I think that's what propelled me to, you know, to want to be at that level because I was fighting to get it all back. So it was a 15-year struggle of therapy and just retraining my you know my brain and the brain's amazing I mean the brain can heal oh man so uh that's what I learned about it it's like wow you can you can do incredible things and and granted my my injury wasn't as severe as some people's injuries where they they never get their Mm -hmm. it back but um yeah so that 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 happened um and then just just recently last year I got my husband and I were driving on Thanksgiving weekend and we got in a someone hit us and we, our truck my, my just spun out of control. we were flipping across the freeway, and that was like ugh. you know, after I'd been through that, I'm like, "Jesus, you know, not enough,
0: oh no, <laughs> no more cars, yeah, you know? no more cars,
1: <laughs> no more cars, and we we thought we were dying, and we ended up flipping. To the side of the road. How, I me!
0: Mean, what happened? Did somebody someone hit
1: or? so some the car that hit us said that someone um, was about to hit him and he spun and his car spun out of control and then it it hit my side of the car the car and it caused the hit was so because we were going you know traffic speed seventy miles or so and then the impact caused our car to flip and so we just flip 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 flipped across the freeway. And then, uh, you know, I went back to having another, you know, I was so scared that my brain was going to be damaged again. I ended up having a concussion, which healed, thank God. but um yeah, so you know, I took some time off and just it was time to heal. Sometimes I feel like you get smacked down. Oh, yeah. and it's it's I think it's the universe's way way of saying you're missing something you're missing,
0: something. you know I totally agree with you, you know, it's those moments sometimes when. It's like when we manifest getting a cold. I mean, obviously getting into a major, almost fatal car accident is nothing like getting a cold, but there's something that happens with the energy that we put out into the universe. When you're just like, I just want a day in bed. I just want a day. I just want to be able to like lay in bed. I need to slow down. And all of a sudden it's like, boom, you have a cold. And it's like the universe is like, okay, you, you want to lay in bed all day here. Let me just give you, the, let me make this happen for you. You know, I'm such a strong believer in the power of manifestation, you oh know, like gosh. you get, you get what you give, you know, whatever energy you're putting out there is what you're going to get back. So I, I really do believe that everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, so big events like that, that's a pretty traumatic, like near death experience really mm-hmm. twice that's happened to you. You know what I mean? <sighs>
1: Yeah, like, and it's like, I thought I learned it the first
0: time, but, you know... I, I mean, what are you going to learn at 12 years old? It's almost like, yeah. what, did the, what did this 12-year-old do to be able... But, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's one of those things that just happens. Mm-hmm. It made you... It there, made me who
1: I was. I don't, I don't think I'd ever have strived to be what I... have worked so hard, and it's humbled me, and it's made me a more compassionate person, which has allowed me to actually do my job better because, you know, there's, there's empathy, but... Behind what the work I do and the interactions I have with people, yeah. where a lot of times in, in journalism people just want to get your story, get it on the air, get out of there, and that's that's not how I do it. I like to really, you know, feel you out and feel your story and yeah. connect with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it's like you're really holding the dialogue that you're having in your hand, mm. you know, and it's that is a true that's an attribute of, of being present, you know, mm-hmm. with somebody, which I think is missing. And it's kind of one of these yeah. the themes in, in, yeah. in our lives now is we're so disconnected from the other. We're so disconnected from the people that we're currently with. Mm-hmm. We go to lunch and the phones are on the table or we are hanging out with, you know, kids or our partner. And we're just like constantly disconnected or disengaged yeah. or thinking about, the past or projecting into the future it's like we can't ever really fully be in the moment yeah you know and i
1: do and even though i know that and and you know that right. and i'm sure your 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 listeners know that it's it's a constant struggle to remember it oh, yeah. and actually do it because yeah. we get sucked up
0: yeah, yeah. it's so it's, it's so it's easy. Easy, <laughs> it's easy because it's, it's so easy to be distracted <laughs> and the thing is like part of what we learn as yogis or as practitioners mm-hmm. or even as as teachers is that it's we have to practice like you consistently have to practice because only then will you begin to rewire your mind and teach your mind mm. no be present now like stop what you're doing pay attention take a deep breath mm. pause for a moment and just come back to now
1: do you think that you can get to that, like, do you think that the more you do that, it's almost like you strengthen the muscle and you get better oh, yeah. at it and better at it? And so you're finding yourself less likely to be in the situations where you're wrapped up in stress. Of
0: course. It's, it's like exactly, that's exactly what it is. The more you do it, the easier it is for you to tune into that space, to mm. go into the space of pause, mm. to go into the space of stillness or to go into a space of just quiet. Because we all need that. We're mm. constantly berated by information all the time. Like the information that we get on our uh, computer screen, our mind doesn't, I mean, scientifically doesn't yeah. even process all. It's just like everything's going so fast. It's like a strobe light all day long that you're seeing.
1: Uh, I mean, just look at the, the, the setup of Facebook. Yeah. Just the scrolling, the oh, constant yeah. scrolling information. Yeah. You don't even have a second to digest each post. Yeah. It's like... It's no, insane. I know. <laughs> and
0: so the thing is, like, and for the listeners too, mm. is think about it. When you are scrolling, you know, are you, are you breathing? Like, or are you holding your breath? You know, are you just looking and scrolling and scrolling and not breathing and just holding all this tension in your body as you're just, like, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling? You know, my, <laughs> my teacher, uh, Yoga Rupa Red Striker, always says, and I say this to all my students all the time, Think about, think about the destiny that's not happening while you're clicking mm. or scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. It's like the time that you spend scrolling and mm. clicking and clicking, what destiny is not happening?
1: Mm. That's good. Right? Yeah, yeah. and I think everyone out there needs to, you know, I, at least at this holiday, I'm going to try to stay off as much, you yeah. know? And I think that's that cleansing, the, the digital cleansing is really
0: oh, it's so big.
1: It's so big. Yeah,
0: it's so big. <laughs> because it's it's the way that we connect now. It's yeah. the new medium, right? I mean, I I love social media.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I love the, Yeah, because I get to follow you. I yeah, mean, and I get to see you. And that's it. we get
0: to connect with the people that that we love and that we uh, were inspired by or that we look up to or our family members or our friends. But it can be very insidious too, Mm, right? Yeah. I get this, you know, I get um, uh, emails from listeners asking questions uh, about moderating moderating social media or getting off social media, or, Mm. you know, maybe they they get depressed when they're on social media. I have this one student that um, was, she sent me an email saying this is part of some work that we're doing together and she was really upset because she saw that her best friend just got engaged Mm. and they've been friends for a long time she's single you Uh know and she is happy for her friend she loves her friend but got so upset and Mm. was really hurt and just jealous and just angry Mm. at the world and that totally changed her whole energy and like we talked it through and we we talked about all the fear behind that and obviously the fear is that when am I gonna get it Um, why not me I'm not good enough I something's wrong with me I'll never find a partner I'm never getting married this is never gonna happen for me and it's like Whatever you say to your mind, that's what will be. That's Yeah.
1: God, that's so powerful. I mean, and that is so
0: true. The mind is that's such... That's so a, scary. It, it is, but like... <laughs> and powerful. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Our mind is such a powerful thing that mm-hmm. we forget. I mean, with these traumas that you had, these yeah. brain injuries, you know. And by the way, Michelle is the most brilliant, most intellectual, knowledgeable woman that oh, I know. That's so sweet. It, it was...
1: Flunk outs, flunk outs, f's, 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 d's. No, you know, and (laughs) that's so sweet.
0: The focus that that we really forget how Mm -hmm. powerful our minds really are. Yeah, I mean, there was this. There was this. I can't remember who the speaker was, but. I was at a conference and the speaker started to talk about the power of the mind and, mm-hmm. and healing and it was a meditation, it was about meditation and neuroscience, right? And the mm-hmm. merging of the two, and it's obviously something I'm very passionate about. Mm-hmm. And he started to say, imagine, like, imagine that you're smelling a lemon. So we can all do this. Like mm-hmm. imagine you're holding a lemon up to your nose and you're smelling it. And now take a big bite out of the lemon and feel the citrusness, the, the tanginess of this lemon as you're biting it, biting it, biting it. Don't worry about the enamel in your teeth. They're going to be fine. <laughs> but just keep biting it. And now open your eyes and f- feel the enzymes in your mouth right now. If you really did I like, I really
1: felt that, yeah, that, that tangy lemon. Yeah. That's crazy. So but
0: that's the power of wow, your mind. You so did nice. not you did not just bite into the lemon. That was like the power of the mind.
1: Wow. And it felt like the same experience. Right. It's it's true. And I think, you know, if 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 anyone could take anything away from, from our conversation, it's that be conscious of what you're telling yourself every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was <clears throat> when I was going through my traumatic brain injury, I did that almost every day at one point. Um, I would say, I am smart, I'm talented, I am pretty, I am, you know, and I constantly told myself it was was a tip from my doctor. And I don't know if it, you know, I I didn't know at the time what it was doing, but I think it it did something, you know, and I I did get to be what I wanted to be. And um, those little things add up. And Mm -hmm. it can be a very powerful effect on your life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, that's in the proof is in the pudding, as Mm. they say. Just, just do it. If we just do it and if we just say, if we make these declarations, we make it so.
1: Yeah. Even if you don't believe it, like at that time, I thought I was stupid, you know, Mm. and I thought I was just never going to get anywhere in life. But even if you say it and you don't believe it, sometimes something about it eventually you start to believe yeah, it, and yeah. that's I think what you're saying—the yeah, power of the mind. Yeah, exactly.
0: Line. How important have mentors been in your life? Do you have any mentors in your life right now?
1: Um, hmm, that's a really good question. I mean, my—I have to say, my mom. Your mom's amazing. My mom is 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 so amazing, and she is someone that shows you that you can create anything and there's so much inside of you that you don't even know yeah and Rosie's the exact example of you know when I met you before your your career that you have now you didn't know did you Mm -mm. what was in you
0: no 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 clue I really didn't uh it was something so beyond if you had told me (laughs) back then that I'd be doing everything that I'm doing now and getting ready to gear up for uh, even more stuff that's coming, I would have said, hell no. There's no way. there's that. I don't see it. like There was no vision yeah. for it.
1: You were working for people who did that. I
0: was working for exactly. people that did that. And that was always my wheelhouse because I was really good at that. I was really good at helping other people succeed and other people's lives to flow smoothly. That was like, That was my jam, Mm -hmm. right? Never would I thought that... But there was a little bit of sense that... Or at least a little desire that I would have liked to be doing what I was doing for myself.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, I I would look at my computer and look at that calendar and be like, Oh, maybe one day, like... One day I'd like to... One day I'd like to be this busy. Literally. That was a thought that came into... I was like, I want to be that busy one day I want to I want no. have this much going on and that was like as far as it went you wow. know it wasn't until you and I had this really epic mm. catalyst of a conversation where uh, Michelle told me about her mom Lila Fonucci who is an incredible artist yes. <laughs> and is so awesome and I've sent your mom notes and we're friends on Facebook and stuff and I tell her all the time just like I am just such a fan you know and I'd really like you to tell uh, you know just a little recap of your mom's story that that sort of helped me or inspired me to be able to see that big vision.
1: Sure so my mom was someone who was a a music teacher for most of her life uh, and just got burnt out Uh, loved music loved teaching children but there was a point where she just like, couldn't do it anymore. It was like, done. <laughs> and so she had that going on. And and she, her, she's, her soul is searching for more, right? And, mm-hmm. and she's thinking there's got to be more to life. And at the same time, she has some blank uh, walls at her home, <laughs> and she wants to fill it with some art. And she goes around some of the galleries of town and was like, God, these prices are crazy. Like I could do this, you know, and or my kids could do that. So she bought a canvas and some some paint, and she had us uh, her kids uh, do some, you know, How make a drawing. Let's see, I was about uh, I was probably about fourteen, fifteen okay. then, yeah. And she took what I did, and she just kind of started to draw all over it, and just. Loved the process of painting. Just felt thought that was the most amazing experience. <laughs> she put it up on her wall and liked it, and it, she was satisfied. And and then it evolved into just wanting to paint more and wanting to paint more and wanting to paint more. And she basically was able to. Should I? Oh, she was able uh, to. Uh, you know. Let's just pause. So she ended up, uh, you know, loving art. People were encouraging her art. And, and I mean, long story short, she was able to, you know, make a living off of painting every day and doing what she loves. And now she's, you know, sort of a famous international artist. <laughs> sort of. She is a famous international artist. It. She's got books out. And she's been all around the world exhibiting her art in Paris, at the Louvre, and, at, you know, in Morocco. and And... Uh, you know, she you know, my dad said at the time, God, you can't quit your job. We have three kids that are about to go into college. Like he he, he gave her an article that said one percent of art of artists make it. And he's a great encouraging guy, for but sure, he was yeah. just being realistic, mm-hmm. like, you're going crazy. You can't pay for for a living. And she said, Give me one year. One year. Back me up for one year. And he did. Because he knew she would be a very unhappy lady. (laughs) (laughs) And she started selling her work just out of her home. There's people coming by and and loving it and and got an agent in New York who believed in her. And the rest was history. And now she's in complete bliss every day. She paints from morning, noon to night. And that's all she wants to do. And she's so happy. Uh So... And she makes, granted, she makes she way more than she ever made as a teacher. I mean,
0: she um, would... I bet. You know what I mean? Some <laughs> I of these bet. are selling
1: for like $100,000 a pop. Oh. And so it's, it's the lesson that you have to follow your gut. I think that like what's in us is not the ego. It's like what God put in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like what you want to do, that didn't just magically come there it's I mean it did magically come there but it's not you making it up or wanting to be something for your own ego it's that's actually what God put in your life and that's what the universe wants you to do you know and you feel that force Mm -hmm. trust it Mm. because look what happened to my mom and look what happened to so many people who trust it and look what happens to you and Rosie I mean is the most authentic Person I've ever met, and and it's incredible to watch people follow their truth, because it's explosive.
0: Yeah,
1: the creation that they make is explosive, and it's uh, it's just a message that we all need to follow our truth. And it may not be easy in the beginning, and there may be you know sacrifices that you have to make. But if you follow who you are and what feels right in your gut and your soul, you'll always you know, there's going to be magic and art and creativity at the end of the road.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Thank (laughs) you for that. That's, that's lovely. Yeah. What would you say to somebody that is maybe struggling to find their path in that? So, so I also believe that, that we are all born with something, a gift, a calling of sorts, right? What what would you say to somebody that is maybe having a hard time finding that?
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, and my mom would say, you know, she'd say everyone has a gift. Everyone has many gifts. Um, I think you have to start with what makes you happy. You know, what makes you happy? Go back. I mean, a lot of self-help books, say go back to what you loved doing when you were 10. You know, what made you happy then? Uh, I think it's just really remembering what makes you feel like you have meaning Mm. and purpose and what makes you happy and, and try and get out there and try. And sometimes you'll get out there and you'll start doing something and it'll lead you to another way. If you, if you're following your truth, it doesn't matter where you go, you'll eventually end up in the right spot. And that's that's the beauty of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So just get out there and go and see where life leads you, but always follow what is, is true in your heart.
0: Yeah. What makes you happy?
1: Oh my gosh, uh, people uh, like you make me happy. <laughs> I mean it. It's so it's so encouraging uh. to find people like you because they don't. Ex- they're the. It's a rare number, mm-hmm. I think. You know, we live in L.A., and it can be very superficial and ego-driven and yucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to use
0: a very... Uh, <laughs> very generalized. Very uh, G-rated. Right. Third grade status. Third word. grade status.
1: Uh, it's yucky. And when you find people like Rosie who just are real and have a beautiful loving heart. It's that, that makes me happy um, to know that you exist in the world oh, and that no. you're you're not only you, you know inspiring just the immediate people around you but now you're you're broadening it to so that more people can be you know inspired and touched. That's that's awesome. Mm,
0: thank
1: yeah. you for that. Yeah.
0: Who has been the biggest influence in your life?
1: Hmm. 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 I think my, my, my parents as a unit, um, watching them stick together in love when there were so many hard times, you know, especially you know, with me going through my accident and watching them just go through the pain and fight and sacrifice everything to get me better. I think that really showed me like the power of love. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I just I didn't realize the depth of it, you know, and how much a parent can love their child until I sort of looked back on what they did
0: for me. Mm. Yeah. Would you say that they are proud of you?
1: Oh, I think I drive them crazy. uh, (laughs) I think they are. Yeah, I feel that they're proud. I don't think they'd ever, I, I don't think they, they always believed in me, but I think they were, they were concerned that, you know, during those dark times where I was struggling, that yeah. Yeah. What's going to happen here? What's in store? But yeah. they always had hope. I mean, I remember. Uh, I think it was one of my doctors. God, and and it's funny. I think about this now. But one of my doctors evaluated me, and it said something like, "You know, she'll she'll never make it to. She won't even be to college, and even a junior college is out of her league." And they were getting an assessment for doing all these tests. I'm not sure really why. And I remember going in my mom's sock drawer and doing her laundry and seeing that she had buried it in her socks. Oh, and I read it and I just cried. And I think she ripped she crumbled it up because she didn't believe in it, but she yeah. had to save it for the lawsuit. Right. <laughs> oh. So, those are like her way handling of yeah, right. it. Right. You know, like
0: it's, it's there, but <laughs> it's, it's there, but I'm, I'm but not going to look at it. Right. If yeah. I need
1: it, it's there. Uh, and I saw it and I was just crying and, and I believed it. And she said, Don't believe it. It's not true. know. Yeah. So, she believed in me and that made me believe in myself.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so switching gears a little bit, you are in, uh, you're currently married. Yeah. To your husband Nate, yes, right, yes, um, who I've yet to meet. Oh,
1: You guys are gonna love each other. Okay. You're like good. the same person. Oh, good. Great.
0: Wait. I can't wait. How how do you, and Nate, your husband, maintain work life balance in your mm. relationship?
1: It's hard because I am the um, I am the crazy manic uh, producer that I hate being, but I am. <laughs> And I get very like into what I'm doing. And so that means the phones are out, the, you know, the cuss words are out. I'm, and a lot of times I work from home. So sometimes he's there and uh, you know, I come home and I also bring home my work, which isn't good. So we've been working on that, you know, I try, you know, we've been going to yoga together mm-hmm. and that really helps that. Mm-hmm. and just being more mindful and compassionate. It's a constant, you know, reminder that uh, to slow down and just be in the present moment with each other. Yeah. So, yeah, we try. We're not perfect.
0: You know, no one is. <laughs> That's always the thing, yeah. like especially in relationships. It's, it's always work. It's like everything else. It's work. You know, it's work. I'm sorry. Those of you that are like, it's not work. Just wait. Or no, I'm just kidding. I mean, if it's not work for you, that's awesome. For me, in my experience, it's a lot of work.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. It's just like going through a good good. workout. Like, it sucks in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end, it feels so good. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, Michelle did just compare her marriage to working out. Ah, yes. <laughs> love it. So what are some words of wisdom that you live by? Do you have like a quote or do you have something that you have written on your wall or something that inspires you or some quote that was said to you that really impacted you?
1: So I love the quote, when you change the way you see things, the, the things you see will change. Uh, so that, that's always had a big effect on me. And, um, just uh, another thing is just giving back, you know, trying to not take so much uh, and, and, and giving back. That's something I, I constantly work on because when we give back, it's like the the gifts that you personally get are, are incredible. And I think it just is something that uh, was, has inspired me to be a, a more giving and selfless person.
0: Can you tell us what kind of gifting you and Nate just did with the LAPD oh
1: my gosh it's so fun every year we do uh we go around like the projects and we just surprise kids with gifts they you know they they give us Christmas lists that they never think they could ever you know that their parents could never really afford to give them and we go and we shop for these kids and we get them everything they want and more and we surprise them at their door and it's like (laughs) oh makes your heart break because you'll give them a lollipop and they're like so excited (laughs) you know but it's so sweet and it's so important and the organization i work with is called a chance for children it's about giving these kids a chance you know giving them a chance to experience things that most kids get to um you know and who knows? I think it has a big effect in their in their adult lives.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could totally see how it would. I saw they, Michelle posted a video on Facebook of them going, and her and Nate and a couple officers mm-hmm. from the LAPD going to gift uh, gifts to these kids, and mm. I, it was like it was so heartwarming. It brought a tear to my eye. I was just. I think what impacted me the most obviously because I know you and and I feel I know your heart and Mm. I know how much integrity you have as a person and how much love you just have to give it just warned me to know that there's people like you out there like doing this for people in need
1: yeah Uh, you know there there are and I think we need to remember that there are so many good people in this world that that are doing things for others and uh, you know, you, the thing is you, you go in and you think you're, you're giving to someone else and you just get filled with a gift of your own. You, the joy that you get, it just stays with you. Like I'm still on a high oh. from that day. I mean, to see those kids excited and the parents crying, thank you. Thank you. You know, cause the guilt that they felt not being able to give their, yeah. their kids Christmas gifts, it's, it's truly awesome. And, um, you know, even when we're, I was so busy that week, I didn't know if I was going to be able to pull it off, but you just you just make sacrifices yeah you just make time make it happen you know
0: that's like one of my uh, clients was telling me how uh, she was feeling a little guilty for not making time for her kids but if it's a work thing like she somehow finds time to work extra or go into the office for the meeting but can't spend an extra hour without her phone hanging out with her kids and it's like well you you, you have the time, the time's there. Yeah, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that I don't
1: have time thing. I think it's, you know, you just don't want to prioritize the time <laughs> yeah. there. You know? It's so true. I mean, sometimes you get to use that excuse, yeah. but yeah. Um, sometimes it's just a priority of time. <laughs>
0: talking about time uh <laughs> i could keep i'm literally so oh. when i emailed michelle about this first of all i'm so honored to have her here and she knows that i'm honored but i know that we can probably just talk for hours on end so i'm going to respect her time and uh just ask her a couple more questions yeah uh what area in your life do you feel the most free
1: hmm Ooh, these are good ones um <laughs>
0: That's a huge compliment coming from you, by the
1: way. Oh, my. I'm stumped. <laughs> by the way, Rosie's one of the best <laughs> interviewers I've ever come across. Like, Can we tap you? <laughs> um, what area in my life do I feel free? Uh, I think love, the love around me. I feel like my family and all the love that I have right now oh, is yeah. so
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: And I, that makes me feel free. Having love. Yeah. So
0: great. Well, what a great segue to the final question. Okay, I'm so ready. So the, the whole idea of radically loved and why I started it is this premise or, or the, the ethos that we are all radically loved. There's God, source, universe, a higher power of your understanding or whatever it is that you believe in. There is an energy that is keeping this earth spinning that is keeping us alive that keeps your heart beating Hmm. right so we are all radically loved by our family by source by God by whatever it is that you believe right so the question is how do you feel radically loved and what do you radically love
1: Mm. Hmm. how do I feel radically loved Mm, God, you got me again. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is amazing. (laughs) I feel radically loved, I think, just by my, maybe just my connection to knowing that there's some spiritual power in the world. Um, Greater than myself. Mm -hmm. That belief. Um, And then what was the other one?
0: What do you radically love? What do you radically love?
1: What do I radically love? Wait, give the radically love defini- thing again.
0: So radically loved is this idea that we're all radically loved. We're...
1: Just by being alive, right? Just,
0: just by being human, by mm-hmm. being on this planet. We're all radically loved by... It's like the love is what's keeping this world together mm. it's what is making the earth spin on its axis it's I get it. you know it's mm-hmm. it's the the force right rogue one plug um that's what radically loved is mm. that's what that's what this this whole podcast and the brand's mm-hmm. about is like that we all have this innate unlimited power to feel connected to one another to the world to this energy that's around
1: I love that. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, love, I love that. I mean, that's what I love, radically loved. I love that that exists in the world and that we're all connected by a powerful force of love that I think is stronger than, than evil. And I've seen it, you know, um, I've seen it firsthand, especially like in that terrorist attack story where mm-hmm. you have the most evil you could ever you can't even digest it, the evil of just blowing people up. and But you see people coming together and their love is so much more powerful and strong. And it's what heals and it's what keeps us going. Mm-hmm. And so it's that. It's, it's the radically loved of, of, of life that, that, that truly exists. Yeah. You just have to see it.
0: What and what... What do you radically love? What is the intensity of that radical love that you feel towards something or someone?
1: Hmm. Uh, I love. I love the possibilities. It's not something that I can touch or or name. I love the whatever the energy is, the possibilities of life that can make you. Do anything, impact anyone, uh, change the world, you know, change people's lives. It's that whatever it is. You can't touch it. It's, can't touch it. And it's, even
0: it's almost like nameless too.
1: Yeah, Sorry, it's I'm nameless, not... but it's that. It's that energy uh, that, that causes you to create things that can change the world in some way or the other
0: michelle fanucci you are an incredible human being thank you so much for being a guest i appreciate you and i just want you to move in with me and just here.
1: (laughs) let's do it again hey well well, i am i am down you should see this cool well yeah so we're in my
0: office right now she's at my house in laurel canyon i I, Um, the
1: vibe is so unique so
0: chill well i'm i'm where can if people want to kind of check out what you're doing and to sort of keep tabs on you or get to know you more or um i'm definitely going to link your mom's website in the show notes and all that
1: stuff yeah uh
0: and uh so where where can we i guess i
1: mean i don't really have a real like you know website or anything I'm
0: she's doing the whole dance just so you guys know
1: she's I, I haven't reached that status in my life but uh you can check me out on facebook i think michelle fanucci there's not you'll, you'll see me there's only there's like, only one, one other and and you yeah and me so uh and i'm on twitter and um yeah and if you if anyone wants to email me i guess
0: uh, maybe I shouldn't give out my email. I wouldn't give out your email. But just, you can, you can email, email the, email it to me <laughs> at rosie at radically love.com. If you have any questions for Michelle, uh, or if you want to just tweet at her, if you want to tweet at her, <laughs> I know it's such a so great. Tweet <laughs> at her, uh, or tweet or share this podcast with your friends. If you found something that was inspiring for you or something that really captivated you, um, and that, that's it thank you for You're having me welcome. and thank you everyone oh, for listening thanks everyone and you rock you rock hey everyone thanks for listening for more information visit www.radicallylove.com forward slash podcast to read all about today's guests or past guests you can click on any of the links or for more information you can always follow me on instagram at rosie acosta or twitter at rosie acosta and let us know what you thought